What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mondas Digital. I'm your host, Dave Jokes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under that same name. It's basically at Dave underscore jokes. And uh, that's where I do most of my uh, social media communication, uh, especially about my podcast here. So uh, I wanted to bang out another episode before the end of the year and uh been kind of putting it off there's a lot been going on this past week or 10 days or whatever the time frame is but uh i'll I'll go back to last week on uh, tuesday i flew out to milwaukee wisconsin to bring back my granddaughters for the holidays so i flew out of uh houston hobby and I uh, made it to Milwaukee around three o'clock. And uh, of course, everyone knows uh, one of the big attractions in Milwaukee is uh, the Chicanoish podcast is based out of that city. So uh, I was in communication with Pops and uh, he says, you know what? I'll come pick you up at the airport. I said, cool. So uh, I waited out there for him. He came pick me up. We went and got some coffee at uh, the Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, I know if you've heard his podcast, um, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, store or the shop there, they have this big D on the door. I actually have two doors uh, in the entrance. They have uh, the main door. And then you go into this little foyer area, a little small area. And then they have a second door with another D. And so we took turns uh, holding the D in our hands. So just to kind of let you know, no one got more than the other. We, we, were, we shared the same amount. So we had the coffee. Uh, and then we went back to his house and we met up with Buzz and his brother-in-law, Bryant. And um, so it was a little bittersweet because I got to meet Bryant. And he's a cool dude. Got the podcast with him and everything. Uh, but Beans wasn't there. And I know you, you all heard that she uh, came down with, with the COVID. And so she was not uh, well enough or shouldn't have been around us because she was contagious. And so um, didn't get to see her and didn't get the podcast with her. Again, honestly, I think she contracted... Um, covid just so that she wouldn't have to podcast with me so at least that's my theory and so i'm gonna go with it uh but i did get to speak to her and 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 facetime with her while i was there so um she joined us on the on that episode which by the way if you haven't listened to that episode it's called beans who i don't know what episode it is 75 76 something like that just look for it on their feed and uh, enjoy because it is one of the best podcast episodes I've ever uh, been involved with or recorded, if I do say so myself. So uh, enjoy. So after after we podcasted, uh, we just kind of hung out and talked a little bit, took some pictures together with the crew 
And then um, I needed to get back to my hotel because uh, my granddaughters were going to be dropped off so that uh, they could stay with me. And then we would leave first thing in the morning. Now, my granddaughters are eight or soon to be eight and six. Okay. Uh, they do not fall asleep quickly or early, I should say. Once, once they're ready to go down, they go down. So with the excitement of, you know, meeting grandpa or seeing grandpa and then staying in the hotel and then having to fly out the next morning to come see their dad and, and, and all of their family that I had to figure out how am I going to rustle them and uh, keep them from uh, uh, staying up too late, which uh, wasn't too, too bad. Um, so, you know, um, their mom dropped them off. We went upstairs to the room and they were all excited and I made them get ready for bed. And, uh, then we, uh, watched TV. We watched the movie. I can't remember what we were watching, but anyway, we were laying in bed. And the first thing my youngest one, the six year old tells me is like, okay, grandpa, no farting, no farting in the bed because she knows grandpa. She knows her grandpa is always locked and loaded i will fart on them no problem on or around them so they know not to mess with me because grandpa's always got one in the chamber but she knew hey grandpa don't do it so she warned me don't do it and of course i'm not gonna listen to her we got under the covers and i let them rip and then pulled the covers up and they were like, oh, Grandpa, you're so nasty. They were actually under the covers to see what it would smell like. So, And I had nothing to do with that. They were the ones that just had to f see for themselves how bad it was going to be. And so that's kind of what we did. That was a game. And I think the gases from my farts actually maybe helped to put them to sleep. I don't know. It's just a theory of mine. But around 11 o'clock, I was like, all right, guys, this is enough. Um, they were playing with their uh, iPad, taking silly pictures and all this and all that. And they were just having a good time. They were just giggling and they were all excited. And it's like, Grandpa, what time do we have to leave in the morning? And I was like, well, I'm going to get you up early because our flight leaves at six o'clock in the morning from the airport. And so my alarm was set for 3.30. And like I mentioned earlier, it was already 11 o'clock. Now, this old guy, he needs to get some sleep. So I told him, hey, we need to go ahead and, and shut the lights off, turn the TV. And it was already 11 o'clock. So everything went off. And it didn't take them long to fall asleep. Um, I think, like I said, they were excited. But they did have school that day. So they were probably a little bit tired uh, due to that reason. And then, of course, me nagging them and telling them, hey, we're, we're leaving early. So uh, they fell asleep quickly. And 3.30 came quickly, too. The alarm went off. Usually I will snooze it. And I was like, no, there's no time for snoozing. So I got up, jumped in the shower, got dressed, packed my bag, which really there wasn't much to pack because the only thing you know, I put away with my toiletries and I only took out the clothes that I needed, like my underwear, and, you know, just what I was wearing that day. 
So uh, I packed my bags, and then I still had some time. It, uh, luckily, it didn't take me long, and at 4 o'clock, I woke them up or started to wake them up and said, Hey, guys, got to get up. And, of course, they were not having it. So I really, really had to work at getting them up. Uh, finally, it's like, hey, we're, 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 we're going back to uh, Houston. You're going to go see your dad. And uh, I think that, that, that kind of that lit a fire underneath them. So they got up, got dressed, tried to get them together as best as possible, and uh, went downstairs, checked out, and uh, they had a uh, shuttle to the airport, which saved me some cash. Five bucks. Tip. Helped me with the bags onto the bus, which, you know, was just a small bag. And that was it. And so we were off to the airport. And it's like, I'm thinking the whole time. It's like, I know I am going to fall asleep on this plane. I am going to sleep. I am going to snore. And uh, I'm going to catch up with uh, what I missed out from the night before. And sure enough, we got to the airport and they were all excited and everything. And it's like, but um, we needed to get on the plane. And, and luckily, um, th- uh, with Talia being six, you can do family. I think it's pre family pre-boarding, something like that. And basically, they do the first group, Group A, because this is Southwest Airlines, right? So they do Group A, and then they do military and families or, or, or people with small kids. So we were able to get on the plane fairly early, um, and we were able to get a whole row to ourselves. And, of course, they had to fight over who was going to be on, on the seat next to the window, and uh, Tali had already called it the night before so i said nope tolly called it she gets to sit there so layla sat in the middle next to me and i always have to sit next to the uh, aisle because a little claustrophobic big guy wanted to make sure that i i could breathe good so uh sure enough we took off and because it was early the uh the crew said hey we're gonna turn down the lights and they just had those little little bead lights that are on the on the row or in the aisle and so it was fairly dark and all three of us fell asleep on and off they would wake up go back to sleep wake up go back to sleep so uh the trip was fairly quick so we get here and um you know get to the house actually we stopped off for breakfast because i was starving i didn't have dinner the night before wasn't really hungry but I was ready to uh I was ready to eat for sure. So go get some pancakes at Denny's. The girls like to eat there, so I need to make sure that they, they eat because they can be picky sometimes. You know how how kids are and me being the grandpa and the responsible one, had to make sure they got fed. So we took care of that, came back here and I told them, came back to the house, I told them, Grandpa's gonna take a nap. Don't bother grandpa. It's like Okay, so I went and laid down, and sure enough, they both come in the room. It's like, Grandpa, can we watch a movie? I was like, sure. So I knew they could choose whatever movie they wanted. It was gonna, they were gonna watch it, and I was gonna fall asleep. Sure enough, I took me a nappy padappy mid morning. So that was my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They were here, so I got to enjoy them. 
went back to work on Thursday because uh, I was still scheduled to be in the office, which actually that day we did, um, it was our holiday party. And so we didn't do much work, but I still had to show up at the office and uh, then went to the uh, the place. It was, uh, it was a nice place. Never been there before. It was called Stripes and uh, it's two levels. It's a bar, restaurant, and then they have bocce ball and a bowling alley upstairs. And so we bowled for a couple of hours. Then we had food and it was buffet. It was, you know, just and all kinds of stuff. So, um, we had a, we had a good time, and then I went back to work and did some stuff before I came home, and then that was Thursday. So Friday, the girls left because their other grandpa was going to take them for the weekend, and so his new wife came by Friday morning and 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 picked them up. And on that Friday, I was working from home, and it was actually supposed to be Tristan's T Dogs and last day of school. Although it was only going to be half day. I don't feel like waking him up and having to get dressed and take him to school. So I yelled up at him and I said, hey, Tristan. I was like, do you want to go to school today? Me being the responsible dad, right? Not going to make him go to school just for half a day. Waste my time. Waste his time. Waste the teacher's time. And uh, he says, no. It's like, okay. So then, of course, the girls left. Uh, they left about noon. And then Tristan comes down and he starts complaining about not feeling good. It's like, well, what's wrong? And he says, my head hurts. My throat hurts. I'm feeling nauseous. I'm coughing. And that's like, great. And um, our school district has been doing a pretty good job of keeping tabs on the students, workers, and teachers that are testing positive for COVID. We get weekly emails uh, about the number of students and, and, and faculty and, and staff that test positive. We don't get names. We just get counts, head count. And then we also get specific emails, for instance, um, that Thursday evening or that Friday morning. I can't. I think it was that Thursday evening. I got an email from them saying, uh, one of the, your one of a, one of the students in your son's uh, gym PE class tested positive for COVID, and it's like great. So here he is presenting himself with symptoms. So I call my wife, and she says, "Well, bring him in. Let's get him tested." Because she works at a clinic. She's a clinic administrator, and and they do COVID testing. So she said, "Come on in. Have him have him come get tested." So I call him down. And, of course, his eyes look kind of glossy, kind of like, you know, watery. And he just doesn't look good. And uh, this is one of those things where you can't act it. You can't fake it. Um, so he looks sick. We go in. Uh, he gets tested. And I said, uh, we'll get the results in about 20, 30 minutes. So we come back home, get him something to eat. I tell him, hey, you're going to have to stay up in your room. And he says, Okay. So, uh, I get the call from my wife and she says, he's positive. It's like, are you kidding me? She says, no, he tested positive for COVID. I said, oh, great. So I call him down and say, Tristan, you have to put a mask on. You're gonna have to stay in your room, do all this. And he says, I don't feel good, dad. So I touch his forehead. Sure enough, he had a fever. 
So, and it was in a, a really high fever. It was like 101.1. So I gave him some ibuprofen, knocked out the fever actually within a couple of hours, and um, went back upstairs. I think he ended up falling a nap, falling asleep, taking a nap, whatever. Um, and so it's like great. Christmas is just around the corner, and now we got to deal with a sick kid. And not only just a sick kid, but all right, everybody in the household, which there's six of us, it's me, my wife, my other two sons, and then my father-in-law. And so now we have to quarantine him and keep everyone away from him and him away from everybody else, designate a bathroom, have him wear his mask, and, um, you know, do all of that as precautions, which we tried to do. And I was like, all right, we, we need to try to minimize the spread of this infection. And so that was Friday when uh, he tested. Saturday, uh, he woke up. I said, how you doing? He says, I'm pretty good. He was still coughing, but didn't have a fever. And uh, basically his symptoms had gone away. So it was Friday, Saturday. Um, of course, he's still contagious because... He, he just presented with with symptoms, so um, we had to keep him away from everybody. And not only did this happen right before Christmas, but that Sunday, my sister-in-law was getting married, and he was to be the ring bearer. Now, I know he's 11 years old, a little old for uh, being for a ring bearer, but this wedding was two years in the making and had been postponed uh, for that amount of time because of COVID and cancellations and, you know, everything that w went and where people weren't, um, you know, doing large group gatherings and stuff like that. So uh, it had gotten postponed and they finally secured a date. And uh, so it was on a Sunday and Tristan had to drop out of the wedding. We couldn't go to the wedding because we could not risk being infected ourselves and then passing it on to the other family members. And so uh, we stayed home, did not get to attend the wedding. So because we were around our son and he did test positive, um, I had to work from home. I actually have to work from home for the next two weeks. And my wife stayed home for this this week here. Well, actually, she didn't have to stay home. She was already on PTO. She was off the whole week. She took that week off. So it kind of took care of itself. But then on Tuesday, she started feeling sick. Real bad cough, fever, body aches, chills. Uh, just everything. Sure enough. And she had already tested negative. She tested the following day. Um, just because she had been around my son. And uh, so she had tested negative. And so on Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday, she goes and gets tested and she tests positive. It's like, oh, great. So I had already stopped sleeping in the room with her. Um, and so I slept on the couch and being here 
at home with her and Tristan and him running around. And by this time, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he's he's already feeling so much better. Um, the only thing he has is, you know, a remnants of a cough. And it's a thing where he wants to hang out with his friends and said, no, sir, you, you got to You got to quarantine for 10 days. You're, you're still, you know, uh, contagious. You still got cooties. Can't be spreading your germs all over the place, hanging out with your friends. That's not cool, dude. So I know, I know he's all bored being stuck up in his room but what can you do you know he's facetiming his friends he's still playing video games online so he has communication with him it's not like he's completely um you know um has no contact so and and the other thing is that weather's been really nice it's been cool in the mornings you wake up between 50 60 during the day the sun is out about 70 degrees upper 60s lower to mid 70s and so weather's been beautiful but you know he's pretty much staying inside and can't go anywhere thursday rolls around and i'm working doing the things that i'm doing and uh, i'd run out to uh pick up some food came back and it was like oh, i'm feeling run down i was like kind of tired then as the evening went went on i started feeling body aches I started coughing it had a scratchy throat started feeling warm had some chills checked my temperature sure enough it spiked the fever took some ibuprofens i got covid so now half of my household is um, infected, and Christmas today is Christmas Eve, and we usually celebrate on Christmas Eve. So it's there's not going to be much celebration. It's uh, going to be a COVID Christmas. Christmas Day is tomorrow. Usually on Christmas Day, we drive out to my parents' house and, and enjoy time with them can't do that they're older although they've been vaccinated and um and and have have had their booster shot they've also had their flu shot this uh omicron variant doesn't play it's highly highly contagious even though the symptoms are mild to minor uh it'll still it'll still take you down you'll still feel pretty bad uh, most people, if they're vaccinated, won't end up in the hospital. Um, and if you've got your booster, you, you'll you'll feel nothing, almost nothing. I mean, you'll probably get a cough and have a fever, you know, body aches, kind of the same things that, that we were feeling. Now, my wife actually had it worse because she's still hacking up and gagging, coughing and uh, body aches. I still feel the same way too, but I'm not coughing as much and I didn't really cough all that much to begin with. And I do feel a little run down, a little tired. So, uh, you know, I just thought I'd get on the mic and, and, and share my, my Christmas story and hopefully we'll have recovered and, and test negative before, 
New Year's Eve because we've made plans since Christmas is kind of a bummer, even though we're going to hang out here. We, I mean, we're here with family, but we really can't socialize with them. We're having to stay away, especially from her dad, because he's a smoker. You know, his lungs have been compromised over the years and he's been vaxxed. But, uh, you know, we don't want to take that chance. So we've really been trying to stay away from him, wearing our masks and everything. So, uh, yeah, so that that's our Christmas. Hopefully... New Year's Eve will be better. We can uh, head out and, uh, you know, have a nice dinner. Maybe hear some music, do a little bit of dancing. You know, enjoy ourselves. But, uh, yeah, from from the Nunez family to everyone out there in podcast world and whoever listens to my podcast and, you know, knows us, we want to miss you. We want to wish you a happy holidays. Have a safe one if you're traveling. And, um, you know, just be careful out there. And uh, hope you have a good one. I will talk to you guys in 2022. Later. Camera